As I mentioned, there's some other big automotive news to cover on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's welcome in Dennis DeRosier, automotive industry expert. He joins us now on Global News Radio. Dennis, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, first off, let's talk about the GM. A huge announcement today. They are going to invest $2.2 billion in their first ever all-electric vehicle plant. What does this mean about the future of electric vehicles moving forward, do you think? Well, all roads lead to electric. It's just been a very, very long road. And at some point, the vehicle companies have to get on to this bandwagon, and General Motors deserves a lot of credit for dedicating a plant. Uh, The only other dedicated plant is the Tesla plant. Now, mind you, it is risky in that Tesla uh, loses money every year on every vehicle that they sell and have since they started. And so GM likely would be in a similar position. And Tesla also uh, was able to get some volume in that plant by heavily exporting product into China and Europe. So General Motors is going to have to develop those platforms as well. But three cheers for them. They also, interestingly, are in the core segments of the marketplace. These vehicles are uh, they're targeting SUVs and CUVs and pickup trucks. Um, and those are the primary vehicles being bought by North Americans right now. So they're smart to do it that way. Okay, because GM has such a rich automotive history, Dennis, do you think that they've got a bit of a leg up uh, on Tesla and others that have been in the all-electric field up until now? Well, there's only Tesla in North America. In, in, in China, there's oh probably three or four dozen all-electric vehicle companies. Um, certainly in terms of knowing how to manufacture a vehicle, all of the mainline manufacturers, GM, Ford, FCA, Honda, Toyota, are well ahead, like ages ahead of Tesla in terms of knowing how to manufacture a vehicle. Uh, some of them are actually right up to speed in terms of the technology itself. Honda and Toyota, for instance, have had electric vehicles for 20 years now. Uh, Tesla's only been around for eight. And so uh, it varies by company and, and by the type of vehicle. But, uh, you know, Tesla's going to be in a little tough once all these guys get their product into the marketplace. And that probably will be another three to five years. Uh, we hope that Tesla is able to survive. But there's questions of Mark how well they'll do over the longer term. Interesting. By the way, this new GM plan is slated to open in Detroit. It will take place of a plant that was previously set to close, and they say it will create 2,200 jobs. Do you think that the electric vehicle market, does it have, and we all uh, witnessed, of course, uh, what happened down the road in uh, Oshawa, do you think it's got the chance to really kind of bring back some jobs, revitalize the auto industry? It's got the possibility, the biggest issue so far with electrified vehicles, and this is both battery electric vehicles as well as hybrid vehicles, is that consumers aren't buying very many. Like I say, they've been available for 20 years in Canada. Over those 20 years, Canadians have bought 35 million gasoline vehicles and 400,000 electrified, and most of those were uh, hybrid vehicles. Uh, battery electric vehicles have been available. Well, there's nine, there were in their ninth year, and in nine years, they sold under 100,000. Yeah, do you think it's a range anxiety, Dennis? Is that one of the major That's hurdles? One of the core things, but there's a variety of other elements within the vehicles that uh, you have to compromise on. Sometimes it's trunk space uh, type of vehicle. There's no electric pickup trucks at this point. They're being discussed, but they're not there. Uh, there's problems with very cold weather, very hot weather, anything that draws electricity. And so the, the problems go further than just range. And at the core problem is price. 
you know, uh, this is why there's all these subsidies out there. So at this point, our federal government is using your money and my money to convince people to buy these vehicles. Um, and uh, as long as they're doing that, there's a lot of consumers will buy them. Like I say, battery electric vehicles this year are probably somewhere between 40 and 50,000 units based on the subsidies out there. When Ontario dropped their subsidy, their sales dropped by more than half. Yeah, let's talk a bit about that because that's the other piece of big news when it comes to the electric uh, car uh, market that uh, Ottawa's rebate program. Apparently, uh, Dennis, they've already burned through close to half of their three-year budget in just uh, eight months. This program budgeted for $300 million over uh, three years. 33,000 Canadians have taken advantage of the uh, program. Uh, how vital is this to the electric market, and do you think Ottawa needs to find some more money to keep it going? Every jurisdiction in the world uh, has required significant government incentives or the heavy-handed government to force you into an electric vehicle. Um, and if Ottawa or the and the provinces uh, expect to reach some of these lofty goals that they set for purchases, they're going to have to invest billions and billions of taxpayers' money into the marketplace, not a few hundred million. And then you start the question of, gee whiz, why are we doing this? Yes, the climate change and the issues are big, but uh, wouldn't we just better to let the market work? And if consumers want them, they'll buy them. And uh, if there ultimately is enough profit, then the vehicle companies will invest heavily into these products uh, in order to try to sell them. You know, I question uh, the longer-term need for government money. And people say, well, you know, you have to subsidize these vehicles until they get a little bit of volume. Well, it's been 20 years. <laughs> and the subsidies are going, still going up, not down. Not yeah, do you think the conversation, area. Dennis, is going to change a little bit now that uh, I know Ford, of course, famously has announced a version of the Mustang uh, will be out in late 2020. That's electric, a GM making this big investment yep. today. Now that we're talking about some of the traditional automakers, who, of course, there's a lot of contention around them getting a bailout back in the... 2008, 2009, now that they might be the beneficiary of some of these electric subsidies rather than just kind of the startups like Tesla, you think there's going to be a, a, a bit more conversation around these subsidies? Well, there's a lot of conversation around subsidies in electric vehicles. In some respects, uh, Canadians buying mid-40,000 this year really disappointed me, given the amount of hype and the amount of money out there. Uh, I was expecting much higher numbers. That's not to to be to discount how important it was to sell forty thousand plus battery electric vehicles. I respect that's a fairly big number, um, but you know I was expecting a lot more uh, given all of the hype around them. I think there still is a long way way to go. The vehicle companies are indeed walking the talk. The problem is the consumer. Most consumers are talking the talk, not walking the talk. Mm-hmm. And without significant, call it bribes, from our various levels of government and the various taxpayers' uh, cost, uh, they're just not buying them. And that has to change. Now, how many more years will it take? We're not sure. But you're more. But I don't think the 100% goal of electrified vehicles by 2040 is realistic. That's the federal government's goal. Right. Uh, and indeed, Toyota just announced the other year-end sales. They are the most advanced, other than Tesla, they are the most advanced mass market seller of electric vehicles. And they've been selling them for 20 years now. 
and they finally hit a 15% market share. And they have electrification, mostly hybrid, mind you, across their entire fleet. And so you start to say, well, if it took Toyota, the you know, a behemoth, very competent vehicle company, 15 years or 20 years to get to a 15% market share, how long is it going to take everybody else who, in some respects, are just starting? Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, and I'm with you, that price is a big issue. Uh, it always is uh, when it comes to uh, buying whatever the product. But is one of the issues when it comes to electric vehicles the charging as well and just how long it takes? Because uh, I know yeah. I've talked to you know several issue. people and they've said, like, listen, if I'm on a road trip, I, I don't mind pulling off for five minutes to fill my tank, but I can't stop for 30 uh, minutes. It just adds too much time to my, uh, to my trip. Yeah, and at this point, there's no quick charge. There's three levels of charging, and the quick charging is typically 15 minutes to a half an hour. And then uh, the second level is four or five hours, and your home circuits are somewhere in the 12 to 16 hours range. And there's no quick charging stations on the highways at this point, and it would be expensive to do it. The other issue around electric vehicles that a lot of people are not talking about or forgetting is that the vehicle companies, because people aren't buying them, the vehicle companies have to meet these real strict fuel efficiency requirements. And absolutely every single gasoline vehicle new gasoline vehicle introduced to the marketplace is at least 20% more fuel efficient than the one it replaced. So you take the new Corolla versus the old Corolla or the new F-Series pickup truck versus the old one. And the fuel efficiency of a gasoline vehicle has improved so much in the last decade that a lot of consumers just don't see much advantage to a lot buying electric at a premium. Yeah, without the loss of power and torque, or at least a big loss as well. I mean, some of these inline fours with twin turbos now, I mean, they're, they're pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dennis, I really appreciate the time. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. Some great insight. Butts on it, but hey, all roads lead to electric. Okay, thank you. Uh, Dennis DeRosier, automotive industry expert with us this afternoon.